1: Everybody, and welcome to the Forbes Factor Radio Show podcast. We live on iTunes. We've been on the radio for almost uh, 12 years, I think, and still just having a blast. I love doing this. I love coming to you weekly with new ideas, great guests, innovative insight, and just make, sometimes just what's up in my world. Uh, I've got some fun magazines behind me, and one of the focuses today is how do you get publicity? How do you get your name, your brand, your idea out there? And I think many of you know that I teach the art of communication, of pitching, of literally verbally getting people excited by what you're up to and how you get a yes. I I just so love teaching because I I hear so many people go wrong and what you don't know can hurt you. Uh, And there's a couple of things when it comes to that is that when you're talking, I mean, I'm on Clubhouse a lot, I'm on radio a lot. And sometimes it sounds like we're just talking But what's really going on in my mind is how are we affecting the listener? How do we get a yes from people at all times? How do you, given whatever it is that you love to do, ignite, excite, and enroll other people into what you're up to? Well, part of my mission on this planet, I think, is to motivate people. And I think it's funny. How do you come to that? Did you you get anointed? I'm there to motivate you. Well, I think part of that is for anyone who's lived through tragedy, trauma, trauma, and grown and gotten life lessons out of it, it's kind of cool to turn around and pass those life lessons along because a lot of people haven't learned those lessons. You know, I, I hear all the time, I'm pivoting during COVID. It's so crazy. I don't know. i pivoted a hundred times. I pivoted when my parents died. I pivoted when businesses I tried failed. I pivoted a lot. And when you get good at pivoting, life just becomes more accessible. It's not so, oh my God, that's the worst that ever happened to me. I did a podcast last night with an amazing father and son And I think they were in shock when they were done with me. Like, oh my gosh, how do you stay so positive? How do you do this? I'm like, how do you have any other choice? So I have a dream and a hope for everyone who listens to me, who comes into my world. One, I would love you to take the baggage of judgment and criticism of yourself and other people and leave it at the door. Uh, Lately, I've been getting a lot of people feeling the need to criticize me. Okay, if that makes your day better. (laughs) I don't know. I don't care anymore. You get to a certain age. My grandmother, 96, man, she lost all editorial skills whatsoever. If you look fat in that outfit, she happily go, why you look horrible? You look so like grandma. She didn't care. Now, the irony is when you're twenties, you care about what everybody thinks. Well, I'm somewhere in 61. I'm starting not to care so much. And I'm also realizing that I think people enjoy believing they're leveling up by putting other people down. I personally have never been that way. I don't. I, if you're in a great relationship, it has no effect on me. I don't, oh, yeah, she's got a great person. I should... No. You should want to love on people in a very holistic, embracing way. And just, I would like to leave all the judgment and criticism just over there. And uh, I, I think I just saw that there's a new movie coming out, the Karen movie. We just spend too much time spending, thinking about other people. What are you contributing? Who have you helped lately? Did you turn around in Starbucks and pay for somebody behind you just because? You know, I recently... I'm reminded about the flow of money, what it represents to us, uh, how I didn't grow up with any, uh, how I had some pretty twisted views of that, and how if you really embrace it as an energy, you're more likely to say, oh, I can't afford that, I can't afford that." And you're more likely to go, wow, I can't afford to miss that opportunity. That sounds great. And if you give it, it will come back. You know, I've got a, a couple of guests on the show. My first one is, um, has taught me a couple of lessons, and I'm excited to have you meet her. I I met her because she became a student and then we both became fans of each other and I watched her write her book, get her book launched, become a best-selling book in a group book that I did, have a talk show, get great photos. And one of the things about her, which I'm I'm excited to ask her, is that she has a very flowy way about, yes, I'm going to invest in this. What is it? I just want to do it. And I love that. I really do. She's also going to get the clutter out of our head, our mind, and our desk. I'm afraid to actually invite her to my house. I think we'd have a... (laughs) <laughs> we'd have a lot to talk about. Uh, but before I do that, I want to talk about uh, Forbes Factor. It's the name of the show, and people have always said to me, what does that mean? And I'm now writing a book about Forbes Factor. There's 12 letters in Forbes Factor, and they represent the principles of what I've always lived by. And so I'm going to touch on one or two of them, and then I'm going to turn the show over and get into a great conversation. But and I'm excited for you guys to read the book and give me any feedback on what you think. And so my first F, if I can give that out to you guys, is about foundation. And people always ask, well, Forbes, how did you do what you do? Well, uh, solid foundation. And it's not just in business, but it is holistically across the board. It comes to health, And I actually, think there's five pillars, and I'll, I'll give them to you just as a gift today. I'd like, I love when you take away from the show. I also love when you then write me on my Facebook or my Instagram and say, hey, saw you on the show. This nugget rocked my world. So grab a nugget and then share it back with me so I can also be inspired during the day. And so when it comes to foundation, I've got five of them. Eat, think, sleep, breathe, and move. Which one do you want to hear? Somebody on my Facebook, pop in. If you could pick one of those. Eat, sleep, breathe, think, or move. Which one do you want to hear? Okay, I got a couple of sleeps, a couple of... That's funny. Everyone's like, what is that? What does breathing mean? Why is it a breathing thing? I'm actually going to do breathing right now, okay? You notice how how fast I talk? If I'm gonna talk that fast, it means I'm actually probably breathing way too shallow. So take a moment, get really calm, take a big breath, fill your lungs and let it go. Now here's an exercise, put your hand on your belly. Now take a breath, did your hand move at all? If it didn't move, you're not breathing right. Try it again, take a big breath and push your hand out. Ooh. I bet you don't do that during the day. I know I don't, unless I think about it. And push that belly out. And what happens is you now just filled the entire lung with air. It's possible just to breathe from the top half. And when you do that long enough, what happens is you will get sick and you don't even realize it. You're not oxygenating your blood. And unfortunately, when we sit at these desks, we're on these Zoom meetings, what we've discovered is that we're getting sicker. Like your immune system is kind of decreasing a little bit because one, the air you're breathing is not fresh. It's circulated in your house. Two, you are squishing your lungs. This is the biggest problem. I'm working with a doctor right now about how to increase your posture. Why? Not because I care if you sit up tall, but but if you don't, you are compressing your heart, your lungs, and your organs, which is a natural tendency when you're sitting in a computer. See this little thing in my back? As opposed to expanding your body. Obviously, you could move. That would help. But if you're just sitting... Take a moment throughout the day and go, what did Forbes say about breathing? Everybody in. <sighs> Calms you down, refocuses you, and it actually feeds your mind and your blood. If you haven't thought about that, I actually work with a couple of breathing experts throughout the years, uh, whether it comes in yoga or it comes in tantric work or it just comes in actually outside at the ocean, a breathing boot camp. I know that sounds crazy, but if you want to know the secrets of how I got to be Forbes Riley, you got to implement the Forbes factor. All right. Without further ado, I would like to introduce my first guest. I gave her a crazy intro all the way from the state of California. She is adorable. She's fun. She's energetic. And her name is Miss Mel Mason. Yay! The crowd goes wild. How are you, Miss Mel?
2: Woo-hoo, what's up, Forbes? So are you breathing deep? Pretty much. I usually breathe in through my nose most of the time and my belly moves. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's it funny because I can remember times when my belly doesn't move. You're like, oh, I kind of forgot that that's an important thing to do. So I'm excited to launch my book. And in fact, I want to thank you because you were the one who discovered the ghostwriter. So that's kind of cool. Somebody who helps you bring your message out to the world and you have a big message about clutter. Will you share it?
2: Me, a message about clutter. I have no idea what you're talking about. I I can't (laughs) talk about clutter. I have no idea. Yes, okay, so people hear the word clutter, they automatically think piles of accumulating stuff, drawers overflowing, the garage you can't park your car in, but that's just one external manifestation of an internal condition. The outside only mirrors the inside. There's a little thing I have to tell you about, you're not gonna really like hearing it, but you are 100% source for everything in your life, whether it be piles of stuff accumulating, excess weight accumulating, people treating you bad in your life, whatever's coming at you, you're 100% source for all of it because the outside only matches the inside.
1: That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: so let me ask you a question. Let me reverse that for a second. Is somebody who's very neat any better off? I mean, if someone who is has clear, clean, clear space definitely has more space going on inside and less clutter. But if it's the other side of the spectrum, super rigid, OCD, no things can be out of place, it's the same energy, just opposite ends of the pole because we live in duality. So there's always two sides to the coin, love, hate, male, female, light, dark, OCD, hoarding. Then you have your clutter sweet spot in the middle.
1: The clutter sets me in your next book. It's called The Clutter Sweet Spot. I love that. All right, tell everybody about how did you get into this?
2: Ah, Well, the short story is I actually woke up one day and had some time on my hands to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And at that point in my life, now I didn't know anything about my own story yet. Just at that point in my life, I loved creating order out of chaos and I had a background in energy healing and I saw I saw the show Hoarders for the first time and became absolutely horrified because they make the person make all these decisions about everything that they've ever accumulated in a very short amount of time. And that made me realize that what they're doing is really traumatizing the person more because all of that stuff that's accumulated is someone's great wall of china that's their protection their defense mechanism you know and you go and rip that all away and you re-traumatize them so it made me want to create a company that helped people get to the root of the clutter so it didn't get that way in the first place but also keep it from coming back because what would inevitably happen after the show was done recording is the clutter would just come right back and after starting my business i realized my own story that i was a cluttered messy kid too Really? What was that story about? So I was the, the proverbial kid. You couldn't walk in my room. I mean, it was completely covered. There were two paths on the floor, one from the door to my desk and one from the door to my bed, but only I could navigate them. And it wasn't just stuff. Like it was trash. I was okay living in filth. And I didn't realize then that the outside is just a mirror of the inside because on the inside, I was pretty littered with clutter. At that point in my life, I had already experienced a lot of trauma, a lot of loss. There was sexual abuse, emotional abuse. And then by the age of 15, I lost my older brother to suicide. And when I lost him to suicide, that was pretty much the downward spiral in my life. No one expected me to make it to my 18th birthday alive. And I was kicked out of high school for being a danger to myself and others. This tiny little thing was considered a danger to herself and others and said, you can't come back to school until you get intensive therapy. And what that looked like was me spending the next year and a half of my life living in a residential treatment center for adolescents. And while I was living there, I was introduced to yoga and mindfulness. And what's really cool about what I share and what I teach is that I was the cluttered messy kid who wasn't thinking about getting organized i wasn't like oh i should do anything about this wasn't even on my radar but as a result of learning yoga and mindfulness which ultimately is learning how to be present for myself for all that inner clutter and stop avoiding it and turn towards it what happened was i actually got organized by accident like it happened Mm -hmm. Unexpectedly, I just spontaneously started to clean and clear my life, and everything needed to be in its place. The outside had to have order. Now, I didn't let go of all of my attachments that I was stuck to yet, but the need to have clean, clear space shifted within me in about a year's time of practice. Wow.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's just a fascinating story. And then we connected uh, through whatever beautiful world mid COVID. Uh, and worked on your pitching. And I remember when I met you, uh, there's certainly an energy about you that I just adored. And, you know, working on some of our pitching skills and getting you to that point. But you did say to me, I'd love you to help make me the number one Clara expert in the world. And so you set out to write a book. Now, one of the things that I, again, and this show is about that. Okay, is wait,
2: wait, wait. Let, me, let me correct for one second. I didn't set out to write a book. I joined OPP and you said to me, you need a book. I didn't want to write a book at all. So let's just clear that up, Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something, this is, okay, we all have our genius. I have a couple of messy drawers here, but one of my geniuses is when I can see somebody, you know, I'm the one who, I discovered Kim Kardashian, Billy Blanks, and some other great people, so you need to fulfill the mission here. When I see a talent, and what I was hoping for is actually what we got, which is, I think, kind of a genius meets a genius, to be really honest with you. Uh, I wanted the book from you. I wanted that message so crystal clear, because for so many people, when I look at them, I see their business plan is a book. You have to go to, and that's probably the process you went through. How do I really outline what it is I'm up to, what my message is, and what do I want people to read? And I think that probably shifted a little bit of what you're about. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was huge. It was huge. And just the just to have you say you need a book, and my first response literally was something I can't say on on audio here. Just like oh. And my jaw just dropped. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is not something I was planning on at this point. I had a huge event happening. It was so I was traveling on a train. I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? I have to figure this out right now. And so I'm going to I don't hire a coach and not do what the coach says. So I went and wrote the book in seven weeks.
1: And I just need you to re-say that for everybody listening. And this is what I admire about you
2: so much. And I love having you in my life. When you hire a coach, what? You do what they say because you paid them. You paid them for the knowledge that they have because they have the results that you want and they're getting the results that you want. So you kind of got to do it the way that they did it to get the results that that you want.
1: And a book in how many weeks? Seven. Okay, I have people who have not written a book in three years. I think Harrison just fell off his chair. He's one of the people listening to me. He's in the movie, The Secret. He's actually watching us through Facebook right now. And the action that you took led you to then create what hap- what's happening now for you?
2: <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. I mean, my work with you led to not only being a two-time international best selling author, writing my own book, and then I got offered a TV show, which the hilarious thing is I don't own a TV or watch a TV. So for me to get a TV show was like kind of like looking at God like, are you kidding me? This is what we're doing? Really? Okay, but yeah, now I have a TV show. It's on, available on Amazon, Roku, Firestick, all that.
1: Well, actually, I'm going to back up one step because one other thing that you did that we suggested you do is we're talking about professional headshots. And I, I because I'm an actress and a TV host, I've had professional headshots my whole life. Most people never do that. Well, one of my other students turns out to be this unbelievable leading branding expert in photography. And you also leapt and said, I'm going to do this as well, which I thought was, had you ever gotten a professional headshot before?
2: Um, I had a couple that were supposedly professional. Yeah. What was different about her? I had the whole, the whole makeup artist was there to do my makeup. I don't own makeup. I don't wear makeup, but I did for these shoots. And so, I mean, I looked amazing. And then she did a professional. She just can just pull out your essence of who you are. That's her gift. She can pull it out of you. If you don't like being on camera, don't worry about it. She will make you look phenomenal. And just from having my photos done, my Facebook blew up with friend requests. It was insane.
1: The, the images, and I have actually not only, I hired Anne myself, but brought her down to Costa Rica to do a big mastermind. She asked, there's something about her. I've taken photos my whole life, and what she brings out of people uh, is extraordinary. And if so if you want any more information on how you can look unbelievable, and it's not that you look, you know, you're beautiful the way you are. But in, a, in an image, one of my old photographer mentors said, you know, when it's a flat, two-dimensional image, it needs to be this thing that you want people to experience. Not necessarily how you look in real life, which is kind of funny. Because when we see you, we, we get your essence. But when you're in a flat piece of paper, and man, she does that better than anyone. Your pictures, when I saw them, I just still smile. They're just, this it's, it's you even brighter,
2: You were so excited. You literally called me that. I'm like, I'm driving home from the shoot and you're calling me to find out how it went. You were so excited.
1: Well, because, you know, I do feel like a little bit of a mother hen and I love the fact, actually, we're going to have to take a quick break because I, and I, and I love that you're one of the first people to come on because you've also helped me grow my business of coaching and want to show up for people because when you teach and coach and people don't take action, not so much fun. And I'm coming to realize that, that we're going to institute the Mel method. Do what (laughs) I say. Don't ask questions. It's good for you. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. I got to say hi to my sponsors. We'll be right back after this message to find out more from Ms. Mel Mason. Don't go away.
0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes, guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym, so try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit BuySpinGym.com today. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Forbes Factor. And if you're watching, if you're listening to this live, which you'll probably do on iTunes, there's some broadcast on my Facebook live with all three of us. We actually look really cute in this little box together. Uh, Barb and Mel are students of mine and came to my world. And we've just kind of elevated each other through business, through amazing opportunities. And so Barb, I just want to finish with Mel real quick because she's got a summit coming up. And that's one of the things that she does very well. She brings together experts. Will you share about what's coming up?
2: Yeah, I'm super excited. So on this Friday, July 16th, I'm hosting Dare to Thrive, how to confidently clear the clutter, finish what you start, and increase happiness and abundance in every area of your life because that's your birthright. And Forbes is one of my speakers. I love it. She's going to be there live. And if you want to be able to pay attention and listen to what she has to say, you need to register at daretothrive.net. And you must register in order to get access to all the free gifts that the experts are going to be given. And it will be streamed live on Facebook.
1: And I'm very excited. You brought together some great people. And again, I'm just a huge fan. And I will tell you something I wish I had done earlier, guys. I don't know that I invested enough of the right coaches. I thought about it. I saw them. I, I don't know if I thought I knew it all or I didn't want to spend the time or the money. or I don't know what it was. But watching the reaction and the relationship that you guys have with me as the teacher, I wish I had done that with some other people. So if you're listening and you're at a point in your life where you want to level up, I'm going to say find someone to study with. Invest the time and money because it pays off. And I don't know if it always pays off. But actually, I'm going to say it always pays off. Because no matter where you are, the people that you'll meet, the things that you'll learn, the challenges that you go through, don't think you can do it alone. The solopreneur thing is baloney. So I'm going to say... Yeah, and then we've all met each other. The students have gotten great relationships. And so I'm going to bring Barb into the mix here because Barb came in at a really interesting time. How did you find me, Miss Barb?
4: (laughs) I found you off of a summit with um, somebody. Somebody. Yeah, her name is... um, Blaney. Blaney Blaney Teal. Oh, Blaney Teal. Yes, I love Blaney. Yes, and I had never met anybody who was as real as you are. It blew me away. And I just said, I have to know more about this woman. And and I
1: appreciate that. You know, it's funny because I'm doing my Real Summit tour with Damon John and Les Brown, and they do a little thing at the beginning of it. I've now made my sixth appearance, and they start out going, have you ever heard of Forbes Riley? And and it's global. 50% of the people had and 50% hadn't. And I will say this for everybody, is that there's a season and a reason for everything. And that even though I'm the same person who has been on television all those years, I didn't play big enough in this space because you can't do everything. I have a lot of people going, how come I don't know about you? Well, that's about having books out. That's about, and I looked at Tony Robbins and you have to make sacrifices. And, you know, he's on his third wife, not a judgment call, but I wanted to see my kids. I wanted to be mom. And the funny thing about this year, my babies, which is traumatic, have graduated high school and they're people. And they don't need me to you know, shower them or bathe them or feed them. I want to, but they get mad at me. Um, and so now I have the time to be that for a lot of other people. And it's a big transition year for me.
4: I think it's a big transition year for a lot of people. You know, we're all coming out of the, the whole 2020 thing. And we're, we're halfway into 2021, which is supposedly a fantastic year. And earlier this year, I actually decided to make this year the best year I've ever had. And when someone reaches out to me and they say, how are you doing today? My answer is almost always super fantastic, whether I am or not. And you know what? That one thing can really
1: change how I feel every day. Just by saying. I really just have to put a visual of when I first met Barb to how this glowing woman is right Seriously,
2: now. Ohio, where's your before photos, Forbes? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have
1: to find those. That's why met, That's why Michelle is sitting right here. Michelle, you should pop on too. You're sitting right here, uh, which is so exciting to have her in my house. And I had her in Costa Rica.
2: Um, I know, she didn't even show her face. How dare she?
1: I know. At some point, well, the third quarter will bring you over. You're sitting over there looking all pretty. You even says pretty on your chest. Um, I'm, having, I'm loving her. I'm just absolutely loving her. And I would, you know, it's funny, at some point I wanted a big compound so I could invite all my friends and family here, but we do have a television studio and we're we going to do that. So we will figure out how to have this, maybe Xellie's live, who knows. Um, and so Barb is a student and that's great. And at one point I'm doing one of our One Habit books, which if you don't know about that, please go to onehabit.com and look at the coolest books we all have them. I've got a bunch of them lying around here. I've got um, one right here for you, Forbes. There you go. That is an 820 page book. Uh, largest entrepreneurial book ever written. Here's one that we did in 17 days. I mean, it's crazy. They all become best. I know you had
2: to beat my seven weeks, Forbes. You had to Ah. beat my seven weeks. I know. Let me tell you, it's funny because the clock is not ticking on me and Andy yet. Let me see how fast I can
1: do this. Forbes (laughs) Uh But, but Barb did something and I'm going to, so the lessons learned. So Mel leaned in and said, you know, I'm going to, when I study with somebody, I go in full force. That's a great life lesson. Barb was watching me on Facebook one night and I was talking about, I was interviewing celebrities for the book and I was making myself nuts. I'd overcommitted. And she wrote this sentence and I'll never forget. I said, how can I help you? And I read that and I thought, normally I would have just ignored it because I don't, you know, I can do it all on my own. But I've been teaching enough that you do need teams. And I said, well, would you be willing to read a chapter? What the heck did that turn into? (laughs) (laughs) A big
4: change in my life. (laughs) <laughs> and I thank you for that, for that opportunity.
1: Well, but you, you know, here's the thing, guys, as you're all listening to this, it is how do you step, you know, luck is opportunity meets preparation. You were wanting, you love books, you were willing to do this. And then you did, you offered me something. This is a funny, a funny world we live in. I've always offered my services before I started charging people. Like if, if somebody wants to be involved with me, I'll, I'll let them know that what they're getting involved in is really good. So many people lead with, I want $5,000. I'm like, for, for what? I mean, I get that number all the time. I'm like, I don't even know what you can do, but that's what I charge. I'm like, well, good for you, but what are we talking about here? And what's the deliverables and how does it work? Anyway, Barb jumped in both feet. She did one of these chapters. I loved it. She did lots of chapters. She became the editor on the book series. Wow. has that Was that a dream of yours? It, you know, I I wouldn't say that it was a
4: dream. I would say it's kind of like Mel. Mel wasn't really up for writing a book, (laughs) (laughs) and I wasn't really up for editing. But you know what? As a child, when I had difficulties with reading and writing and comprehending, I had to work really hard. So when I got through those challenges, I really focused on making sure that when I wrote something, that it... it was clear what I meant in, in my writing. And it frustrates me when I read things and I don't know what people mean. So I want to rewrite it for them and send it off to them. So was it a dream to become an editor? No. Was it a dream to help the world with more concise writing? Absolutely. And I have a little slogan now that short messages win.
2: I love there it. Declutter go. those messages. I love it.
1: Concise. of those messages. And mine is less words, more impact. All right. We're on the same subject here. And it's important because you don't get your idea out and it, nothing's changed. And I hear so many people. So my world of pitching, your world of decluttering, your world of getting people written messages, it's brilliant. It's actually serving what we all set out to do. Ms. Barb?
4: Well, um, with, with the writing that I've been doing because of you because you gave me an opportunity to help you and I'm just going to mention something you know when somebody offers to help and you don't allow them to help it really kind of squashes them down but when you allow someone to help you it elevates both of you so you know it's kind of that pay it forward thing and I've been working on that a lot and through my whole life being an entrepreneur I've always wanted to solve people's problems and help them get what they want. I mean, I owned a decorating center and put the wow into people's homes. When their friends would fall in, walk into their home, they almost would fall over because their homes are like amazing. And so now with, you know, having some wisdom with words, I'm enjoying helping people get their message out and wowing their customers with a, a message that is delivered quickly and easily. And I got to say, Forbes, that your, your courses, all the way through all of them, have really changed my life. You have changed my life. And it's all for the better. I am more open to a lot more learning. You know, you talked about being a coach and, and Mel, you talk about, you know, listening and doing what your coach has told you to do. And, you know, I had that little bit inside me going, Yeah, do I really need to do this? But my gosh, every time I do something that a coach is telling me to do, specifically you Forbes, the world opens up. It just broadens right up. And I I just I'm excited about the knowledge that I've been learning and now I'm applying it as I am building a new empire a year ago. uh, It was just about a year ago I met you, but a year ago I was downtrodden. I didn't have any dreams anymore. I, I was lost and now I am moving forward in my life. I'm building a new business. And yeah, helping companies brand their com- their
2: companies as I'm
4: branding mine.
2: So, I remember that Barb, okay? I remember that Barb and what a transformation you have done. I'm just it's so beautiful to see and to be witness to this past year because we're just coming up almost on the year anniversary of meeting Forbes. Yes. You no, know, it's
1: a very interesting momentous moment for all of us. I I'd, I'd love and I want to thank you for that because, we, I worked very, very hard to put out what we did. And it's exciting to see what this next year is going to bring. And, you know, very rarely do you ever get to meet somebody at the genesis of their world. Usually they're kind of further down the line or they're jaded or they've taught so many people they don't care. I was at a very hungry stage to involve myself with you guys. And it showed, it's paid off. It's great. It's kind of like watching my kids. Um, it's amazing. I got to tell you, as, as someone who didn't want to do this and work this hard, and give this much it's been a blessing and the two of you and michelle's going to pop on after this commercial uh it's been life-changing for me as well uh oh what is it? Oh. <laughs> i just i i need to share
3: this
4: oh, yes. this this is one of the most spectacular awards that i have received in my life and i have had a few um this was a blessing and I keep it right here on my desk until I get around to actually framing it, this award put the spark onto the fire. And I look forward to the excellies this coming year.
2: Heck yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow and wow. And I love you for that. And by oh. the way, Mel was very instrumental in, you know, the organizational team that we all put together called Boardroom. Oh, oh, I love that too. Oh, I love that. I know you wanted to give that away. <laughs> look at her, she got her face going, look at that. That's my coin.
4: I keep that in my pocket all the time with love gratitude that. attitude.
1: I have yours. I love that. Uh, and I want to thank Mel for that. Mel and Christian, who were my boardroom partners, and we set out and said, we're going to create something. And how do you create an event with a hundred people for four hours? We sent gift boxes around the world and so- we did it in a matter of weeks
2: unbelievable. Speed to
1: action.
2: Yeah, yeah so it's been crazy. How be... much was what? What were those gift boxes worth? With everything oh, inside them, it you was over
4: two thousand dollars. Oh,
2: more than that. Well over. But A I, v- I must know that this <laughs> this is my
4: most favorite item in that box. Let me tell you. My oh wait, most it wasn't favorite favorite my coaching ever.
2: certificate, Barb. Come on. Pardon me. <laughs> it wasn't my coaching
4: certificate. <laughs> No, sorry, Mel. There's, if I can use it right away, I love it. Well, and I'll I've tell been you what. sharing it with friends and family, and, and people are going, well, that's, it's nothing. And I said, wait a minute, <laughs> put your thumbs in here. Oh, mm-hmm. no, pull it tighter, stronger, keep it tight. And yeah, it's, And then they're whining. And I have a sh- shoulder injury that is getting better and better. And now I'm using it two and three times a day. So again, nice. another thank you to Forbes.
1: Yeah, we were over testimonials did. today. <laughs> it's, it's. We well, you know what, while we're doing this, I got to bring Michelle on because right before we go to commercial, Miss Michelle, let's make it a whole Forbes Factor party here. Miss Michelle, come on in and say hello. She's got her spin with her. You need to put your camera on. She's sitting in my house. She's right over there. That's so cool. Hey, Michelle. Does this feel like a family reunion? Mr. Shell, you've been with me since the beginning. When you look at these two amazing women, what's changed? How do they look different? I mean, just
3: the countenance alone is enough to write a whole testimonial story about Mel and Barb have blossomed into stellar business women, stellar women who know what they want in life and will do what is necessary lovingly and boldly to get exactly what they want.
2: You heard it first here. (laughs) Yes, and don't forget you spot it. You got it, gorgeous. (laughs) Thank you. Wow.
1: Love that. All right, I'm not too sure, yes. Um, So I gotta say we're about ready to take a quick break. Uh, Right before we go, Barb, what's one thought that you wanna share with everybody? Oh my gosh. One thought would be to start a new
4: life by joining the pitch class on Sunday nights because that's where it all starts. Once you learn that, life just changes every day, every week, and then get into the other classes as well.
1: I love you for saying, saying that because it's not mind. why I brought you on. It's funny, it's not no. why I brought you on the show today, but I love that you care to do that because we do teach every, and guys, if you're within the sound of my voice, what she's talking about is it's called Pitch Secrets Masterclass. Uh, I've been doing it every Sunday live, whether I was in Costa Rica, in the jungle while it was pouring rain, in the desert of Dubai, uh, except for my birthday in Super Bowl, every single Sunday I've shown up, and I'll tell you what that commitment has meant to me in terms of up-leveling new people, bringing messages, inspiring people. I've loved it, and it's been life-changing for all of us, so thank you for that that shout-out.
2: I love that uh miss mel 30 seconds yeah absolutely just don't do it alone stop going it alone and actually hire a coach and do what they say so you can actually get the results that you want in your life because you are a very important piece of the puzzle we need you and we need you to be the best version of yourself so hire a coach
1: those are powerful sentiments, guys. We're going to go after our, our second commercial break. Uh, we'll be right back after this with more insight. Forbes Factor and Michelle will chime in a little bit. And uh, I can't wait to continue this conversation, so don't go away.
3: We don't follow, we leave. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back. I've got three of my favorite people in the my on my on my show which is crazy and one of the things that we're up to as a group is that we've got a new book coming out called onehabit.com clubhouse and barb is editing it mel doesn't want to be on clubhouse michelle what's your take on clubhouse (laughs) (laughs) I.
3: I, I actually we need to figure
1: out our audio so turn off your audio over okay gotcha
3: so okay great just want to make sure i can be heard (laughs) Yes, I think Clubhouse has actually turned into a very powerful uh, communication uh, connection for, for businesses. It, it takes away the stigma that people have, of, well, I don't want to be on camera all the time that amount of time. It's purely audio. You really get a chance to sit, deliver the message of what is inside you, whether it's within your company. Or uh, so,
1: for example, right, so I'm going to interrupt you for one second. So actually what I just did was kind of crazy. And you guys who just joined me, a whole bunch of people, including our Daniela and other amazing people are actually joining on this platform. And so as I continue to be this coach, Mel says, my coach says I shouldn't do that. Let me share something with you guys. If you just joined, this is one of the weirder moments of me in a room. Uh, you can actually go on my Facebook page, Facebook Forbes facebook.com slash uh, Forbes Riley fan page and see us live. But we're actually live on my radio show around the world. So a whole bunch of people, I opened a room and I invited them in. I did say that it is listen only for the moment. At 3 o'clock, I can have you guys talk back to us. But I, I had a challenge as one of my amazing students. And Daniela, you know her. Mel Mason is here. She's like, I don't want to be on Clubhouse. It's too much work. It's, I don't need to do it. It's not my wheelhouse. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to prove you right. <laughs> And I'm not about proving right or wrong. I'm just going to say that this particular platform, as we're about to create the book on this subject, this platform, I think, saved my life. In January of 2021, when this concept came about, it is a listen-only, you don't have to have video, you don't have to create content, and it's live, and then it just goes away. And so for me personally, what I loved about it, uh, and I was addicted in the beginning to like 18 hours a day, day and night. My friends were there I, in, in a time of isolation and quarantine, It was nice to connect to people. I hadn't seen or connected to people. A lot of my old friends were there. And then it became about this community. And as I've grown up this year, this whole last year of working with all my students that you guys see, I now value friendships and people more than I ever did before. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when you can pop into this room, drop nuggets, teach, you know, uh, one of the, and by the way, I will have everybody here just listen for a second because Mel Mason is one of the leading clutter experts in the world. She has a summit coming up. We're going to promote you in this platform and everybody listening will go, oh, that's so cool. Uh, and Barb Wilson is writing the book called onehabit.com slash clubhouse. And Michelle Mason is growing, Michelle Marshall, Marshall Mason, <laughs> Marshall Mason Wilson.
2: Oh, uh, well, we've got <laughs> accountability partners enough times. There you go. She is also actually
1: in my house from New York talking about how do we grow and sustain an amazing company. So
2: uh, Mel, would you,
1: and everyone here can now hear you, uh, tell us what you're up to.
2: Absolutely, what's up Clubhouse? I am Mel Mason, the Clutter Expert, and I am hosting an amazing event this Friday, July 16th, called Dare to Thrive, how to confidently clear the clutter, finish what you start, and increase happiness and abundance in every area of your life. If you wanna catch Forbes Riley, Laurel Langmire, Eric Swanson, and some other amazing experts, go to daretothrive.net to register. And I love
1: that. So she's on my radio show at the moment. She's been a student of mine forever. Miss Barb Swan-Wilson, you are writing a book about Clubhouse. Tell us about this.
4: Well, I'm editing the book about Clubhouse. So there, because there's a difference. I I
2: totally get it.
1: You all people should know, right? I didn't quite pitch it right. I got it. She's editing the book. We are writing the book. That's right.
4: We've got some great contributors who've shared some wonderful uh, tips and, and habits to make the most out of being on Clubhouse. And, and I only go on Clubhouse a little bit because I'm kind of in the mindset that Mel is in where I don't want too many other distractions, but I do still want to learn. So I'm pretty specific on what I go into to, you know, learn. I have not I have not yet stepped up to speak up, but I will be soon. Oh,
1: I'm going to have to put you in a room to do that, my girl. It's going to be a great book. Well, you've had the distinct honor of listening to all the – reading people's entries about their clubhouse habits. Can you give me one that really stands out from everybody in the room right now?
4: Um, Well, the one thing that I kind of – read over and over is to schedule your time and be very specific on the the amount of time and who you're listening to or sharing to. So scheduling your time, saying you're giving yourself two hours, that's I'm going to listen to Clubhouse for two hours and do other things while you're listening. So maybe you're doing the dishes or you're making supper so that that time is well spent. You're not cutting into your life. That would be the number one main thing that people are sharing.
1: And and the one thing we all first started, because so many of us were on day and night, was that my love relationship really suffered. My partner hated this, because I would be up in the middle of the night just listening and talking and sharing, and and he's like, come to bed. I'm like, I am having too much fun. He's like, choose, Clubhouse or me? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, it got to be that bad. I don't know why I was so enamored with the people that I was listening to, I guess, because I have a lot of friends over COVID that I just had not seen anymore and a whole bunch of celebrity friends. I mean, I was in, and it's fun. You can go from an acting room. I was there with Glenn Morshauer. I was on 24 with him many years ago, or Dane Cook, the, the amazing comedian and I were at Laugh Factory. I'm like, oh my God, I've connected. It's, I thought it was just brilliant. And then you could go into this, one of my favorite moments was a dinner party. Uh, and it was with the mayor of New York City, Terry Crews on America's Got Talent, uh, Michael Ovitz, who was the former CEO of Disney and Elon Musk and all these other people. And I felt like I was like a fly sitting on somebody's shoulder listening to the coolest dinner party I'd ever been to. And I thought, this is genius. I don't know where else you can get stuff like this. Yeah. And Michelle, you're about to tell us your tip and I interrupted you share with Clubhouse. Oh, no, I, I, what I really noticed is what, the, what makes Clubhouse Club oh, we can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me very well? No, so let's, about, uh, I don't know. Uh, you try, are you on your speaker? No. Did you I, mute I, it? No, no, you, you unmute and I'll mute mine. Go Go oh, for it. We're in
3: the same How about this? Is that a little better? No echo. Okay, lovely. So what's really wonderful about Clubhouse, I think, and Forbes, you already touched upon it, where it really made social media social. And people were reconnecting in a, a, in a, Real fashion, and because sometimes with Facebook and with Instagram, it's, it's it seems to be more of the highlight reels versus what's going on. And when you're speaking, you can't hide. If you you know the excitement shows. If you're if whatever mood you're in, that comes through through your voice. And there are a lot of people who are very excited with a lot of different things to share. And then also it's a freedom for people who are in a Particular space and needing an outlet, they can find a room to get that outlet and to get that advice. So I love the fact that Clubhouse has connected people who have become downtrodden from being locked in a room for over a year, have now found a way to actually be out, even though in some areas, unfortunately, they still are
1: boxed in. I agree. You know, and again, now I just I'm, but I, I, it was a, it was a wonderful lifesaver. Uh, it still is. I love popping into a room. I love seeing friends, hearing ideas. And again, it comes down to what rooms you're in. I have been in, there's a dating room there. There's a music room. I watched them do the Lion King live with some Broadway actors who were not acting on Broadway. I thought that was cool, but mostly I'm in the marketing and digital space and coming up with ideas. And I will tell you for social media, Like I didn't know a lot of the Instagram secrets or they give away a lot of amazing tips. And then when you get to speak, I think that's the part for me too, is if you use this strategically, you drive traffic to what you're up to. So for example, for your summit, I would just, that's what I would use it for. Um, my DMS were flooded with people who want to know about pitching, want to know about things. And it's a very quick medium. And you said something, I don't have to create content. You are the content, which for me helped a whole lot. Um, So let's just kind of wrap this up. We're almost done with the whole afternoon here, which is went by really, really fast. Um, What's Mel, what's one thing that somebody doesn't know about you that would help us love you more? Mm
2: -hmm. Fun fact is that I came in first place in a stock car race before I ever came out of the womb.
1: Oh, wait, OK, wait a second. So you're your mom was in a stock car race. What is that about?
2: Well, while she was pregnant with me and she came in first place. So I came in first place in a stock car race before I ever came out of the womb. So that's why I feel the need for speed. So if anybody can slow down in life and be present with themselves, I can. Because it was. Oh, bill, bill, what do you mean slow out? Down. You, jumped
1: out, wait, wait, you jumped out of a plane the other day? I watched you. I was there with you on the GoPro. What was that like?
2: Oh my God, that was, that, that was a, a moment I've been waiting for for so long. I've always wanted to jump out of a plane. And when I was in the toxic relationship, I wasn't allowed to jump out of a plane, nor even mention the word of it, because it would put her into a panic attack. So now that I'm able to be free, I know that I'm free. I went and jumped out of a plane, and I'm going to do grounds training so that I can jump again by myself.
1: Ah! So, all right? So, you're there, you're standing at the edge of the plane. What are you thinking?
2: You know what the best part is? It's like I didn't have a single butterfly, but the best part about it when you're tandem is you're clipped in at four points and you literally have to be dangling out of the plane with your legs underneath the plane and your head leaning back on his shoulder. He's sitting in the plane, you're not. You're outside of the plane, just dangling. And all of a sudden it's and you're facing the ground. And then they just tell you, make sure you look up, don't look down, look at the sights around you. And it's just, Oh, my God. So unbelievable. Then he let me steer the parachute. And oh, my God. I, I love that moment when
1: we had you put your arms out and your legs. Like, That's so cool.
2: Yeah, you're just flying out there. And it's just like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to soar with the eagle. So I just can't wait to get back and do it again. The, the, the thing that takes the longest is getting up to altitude. It took almost 20 minutes to get that little plane up to altitude. How was the how was the landing? Oh, a piece of cake, actually. They just tell you to keep your legs up and you hold your legs up in the air. And then well, they, they right. land. so
1: Bob Barb- What's one of the most outrageous things that you've ever done?
4: Oh, geez. Um, the most outrageous thing I ever did was probably when I was a kid. I was in Victoria, BC. It was spring. It was super hot out and I jumped into ice water and yeah, it was uh, quite a shock to the system. I didn't stay in long, but yeah, that that's probably the most outrageous. Well, Really, offering to help you was really outrageous, too. I was <laughs> <laughs> so
1: like, what could I do for poor Riley? <laughs> uh, you know, I will, Barbie, what I love about my, my family, friends, and students is a moment I will never forget of yours when you said to me, why me? And I thought, man, isn't that a funny thing that people will ask? And because it's your time, because the universe speaks loudly, you just have to listen. I don't want anyone to ever ask, why me? You know, I remember standing on, on award stages, getting awards, and I never asked, why me? I think I just believed in, in, in moving forward and destiny and, and just, get, you know what? So don't ever ask that question again. The answer is because I you deserve it. I,
4: thank you. I don't need to ask that question anymore because now I understand about the universe.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a magnificent thing when you get a little more in touch with it and you start seeing coincidences and, and signs and things that you're like, wow, that's really cool. And when you look for them, they just appear. Uh, Miss Michelle, most outrageous thing you've done? Okay.
3: <laughs> the most outrageous thing I did was, I, I'm trying to remember the year. I think it was 2006. Sorry, not 2006. Okay, we weren't there. We Doesn't were matter. There. I, 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 I competed in a Mrs. the Mrs. Colorado pageant.
1: Oh. oh, did not know that about y'all. That's very, very cool. Swimsuit? <laughs> swimsuit?
3: Swim, Swim, yeah.
2: Oh, muted, muted, muted. We can't hear you,
1: can't hear you. We're gonna have to pull up photos of Michelle in his swimsuit, I wanna see that. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And then I just went head first down one of the longest zip lines. Again, Mel, no butterflies, just had a blast flying through the air and imagining what Iron Man and Superman must be experiencing. And there you go. I, you know, we're out of time. We literally ran out of time for the show. You guys are listening to Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. You never quite know what's going to end up on my show. But today, as always, you're in the right place at the right time. Spectacular, amazing, beautiful women. I love you. I thank you. And I will see all of you guys next week.